Welcome to Freedom Slay Podcast, where fempreneurs, side hustlers, and entrepreneurs come to fast track their success. If you're a millennial girl boss, listen, hit that subscribe button so you don't miss out on any of the goods, because every week you're going to get the tools that you need to slay your business goals to create a life of time and financial freedom. I'm Ganette Jones, your host and Freedom Slayer in charge here. Let's begin. Welcome to the podcast. Happy New Year. Happy New Decade. You're probably so tired of hearing that by now, but it doesn't matter. Whether you're listening in January 2020 or January 2023, what we're talking about today is how to manifest your dreams in 2020 and beyond. So this stuff's going to work no matter when you're tuning in, okay? And you're here for a reason. I believe we always find the things that we need when we need them. So I want you to stick around. If you're new here, amazing. Make sure you subscribe to the channel. If this isn't your first rodeo, amazing as well. Have you left me a review yet? Because we're asking for the things we want in 2020. Well, I always ask for the things I want, but I want to set that example for you. If you are enjoying what you listen to on this podcast or you enjoy this episode, I want you to let me know in the review section, por favor. That's how more people are able to find this podcast. That's how I'm able to help more amazing people like you. Okay, so we're going to dive into today what it is that you need to do to manifest your dreams for 2020 and beyond. And I want to say that it starts in the mind. And we're going to go beyond just the mindset stuff for sure in this podcast. But I think it's important that you get this. And I don't want you to roll your eyes or be like, oh my goodness, mind stuff, right? Again. But I need you to understand how powerful the mind is. When you're thinking of anything, let's say you think someone is outside of your door at two o'clock in the morning and it's you're home alone and it's someone that you think stalking you. Let's just say this is the scenario in your head, right? You start to sweat. You start to, maybe your heart starts to palpitate. Your mind starts to pull all these triggers to different parts of your body and it manifests itself in your physical reality. If you then go to open the door and it's Ellen DeGeneres to give you a million dollar check, all of that subsides, right? It's going to change. And that's because it's important that you get that our mind can create things in our physical reality. What we're thinking brings things to our life, but it takes more than just thoughts. It takes more than just visualization. It takes a lot of things. So that's what I want to get into today. But like I said, it's going to go beyond the mind, but I do want to start here first. What we are thinking about is important. You can even think about probably some dreams you've had. I remember one time my dad had a dream and in that dream, he was like running from someone. And in that dream, he was running and running and running like a really long distance, like miles, right? And when he woke up, not only did his legs hurt, but like one of the legs was jerking, you know, like one of the, one of the muscles, how your muscles start to jerk if you're exercising a lot. That's what was happening because of a dream. Okay. So, and I'm just using my dad's example as something he told me a long time ago when I was a kid, but I mean, you can think of many times, I'm sure you've had a dream that maybe scared you and you woke up and you were sweating or your heart was beating or whatever. So it doesn't always have to be obviously something negative either. It can be some really exciting things where you, your mouth starts to salivate on your way home because you think maybe your husband or your wife or whoever is making you your favorite 
dessert. So you think that's what's happening. So your mouth starts to salivate just thinking about it. And then you get home and either it's there or it's not. But either way, your mind has been able to create this reality for you that manifests itself in your physical reality. Hopefully you're sticking with me with this. But the point I wanted to start with about that mindset piece is that I want you to acknowledge how important it is for you to get to where you want to go. And I get that we're not always going to be in the best of moods every single day. And luckily, Manifesting what you want, manifesting those dreams of yours doesn't require you to be at an A-level 100 every single day. That's not what I'm asking you to do here. But I want you to first acknowledge that fear of failure or that fear of rejection and that self-doubt for what it is right? Acknowledge them for what they are and what's really stopping you from getting your dream. Because those dreams you have today, you likely had them yesterday and the day before and the month before and the year before and the year before that as well. So at some point, you have to ask yourself, why is this not coming to me? Or more so, why have I not worked towards this as yet? Like what is stopping me? And when we do that, we normally, when we dive to the surface of it all, we realize that it is a fear of failure or the fear of rejection, which goes back to that mammalian brain and reptilian pieces of the brain that we can get to in a whole nother podcast. In fact, it is coming up in the next couple weeks. You're going to hear me get into mindset a bit more, but there is a reason why we have fear of failure and fear of rejection. But beyond that, you have to first acknowledge it for what it is. Don't try to disguise it as like a maybe scenario. And what I mean by a maybe scenario is you may have a goal to build your business and leave your job this year or maybe next year or whatever, maybe this month, whatever that goal is, you don't then want to say, well, look, I need a secure job. I need to stay in my job. You know, I don't want to lose my job. First of all, there's no such thing as a secure job. There are people that may be plotting at the job to get rid of people. There are things like recessions that stop people from hiring and also get them firing in corporations. And then there are just cutbacks and things like that. So no job is secure unless you're secure in your own bag. Can we just establish that first and foremost? But secondly, you don't have to leave right? You start in this business you have or grow in this business or idea that you have does not mean you have to leave your job right away. And we create these maybe scenarios. I'm using this one as an example, but we create these maybe scenarios like, oh, I, I want to do this, but I don't want to deal with this. Or I want to do this, but I'm not trying to hustle 24-7. Who told you to, you're going to have to hustle 24-7? Who told you you're going to have to leave your job if you start? We create these maybe scenarios to really disguise the fact that we're afraid to fail. So it's first getting really honest with yourself and saying, listen, what is my reason I have not started? And what can I do about that to move forward? Because these maybe scenarios are crazy. And as you know, I always say it. I'm not speaking from some high horse here. The only reason I'm able to share this with you and this information with you is because I've been through it myself, right? For me, one of the maybe scenarios was, well, what if I get a billion dollars and everybody and their mama and their sister and their pets come to my doorstep begging me to give them something from my pot. And it wasn't from a place of not wanting to be charitable at all. In fact, there are multiple charities that I want to create. So that wasn't the fact. It was the fact that I was scared that people I didn't know would have their hand out and expect me to give that to them or they'll think I'm a bad person. And I remember Oprah reading in her What I Know For Sure book, she had a very similar scenario, except for her, it happened in real life. And this may have been the trigger for me, but people were like begging her for stuff when her show became popular 
And it got to the point where she felt like she was a terrible person if she wasn't able to give to everybody's cause, right? And I started to feel like that before I even had anything. And when I say anything, I mean like money-wise. So it created this maybe scenario. And I'm like, hold up, sis. You can't be afraid of something. You haven't even gotten to the place where it can happen yet. So I had to stop myself. And we have to stop ourselves and have these come to Jesus moments where we're like, listen, are we creating a scenario that may or may not happen? And when we do this, you know, we have the opportunity to say to ourselves, well, if it happens, what will we do at that point? And before I even move on to what would we do at that point, I want to backtrack a bit because you would have noticed in all of these maybe scenarios, it still comes back to the fear of failure or rejection. Because even in the one I mentioned where I'm saying, oh, you know, people may have their hands out and think I'm a terrible person. Who cares? I know I'm not a bad person, but that's that fear of rejection. And that goes back to that mammalian piece of the brain way back when didn't want to be kicked out of the tribe because you may not survive, right? So that's the piece of us that is ingrained in the DNA that we're able to retrain with so many different ways. But the point is, it comes back to acknowledging that we have that fear of failure and rejection and we need to stop disguising that maybe scenario. That's what helps us really pull it together. Like, what is it we're afraid of? Am I afraid to fail as a member of the community if I'm not able to pay everybody's college tuition in the country? Like, what is it? And these scenarios were going through my mind, you know? So it's like crazy things that we come up with, these maybe scenarios that could really prevent our success if we're not careful, if we allow them to be continuously disguised as maybe scenarios and never move to the place where we acknowledge that it's simply a fair failure or rejection or possibly some self-doubt mixed up in there and how we get into a place where we can figure out how to tackle it. But the other thing I wanted to touch on before we moved on to the next thing was when I mentioned we have to ask ourselves when we're thinking about these maybe scenarios, what would we do if we got to that point? And the reason it's important for you to ask yourself this is because what it does is allow for your mind to get at ease because you've already considered the very worst case scenario. And from there, you're able to say, okay, you know what? It isn't as bad as I've been thinking surface levelly. <laughs> That's not a word, but you're going to go with me here that it is, you know, once you actually dive into it. And one person who explained this really well in her book was Marie Forleo's Everything is Figureoutable. And what she was saying is to thinking about your worst case scenario, the worst case scenario, that big maybe scenario you got in your mind that you feel is the reason you're not moving forward initially. And that's she didn't explain it like this, but this is me and my own ad libs on it. Let's say your biggest fear, which is a big fear of many people when they're looking to start their business or get it to a place where it's able to sustain them and they leave their jobs if they haven't left already or even if they have left, get it to a place where they feel financially free and have that time freedom. A big fear that a lot of people have, going back to that fear of failure, but diving even deeper than that is failing and what will happen. So they think, okay, well, maybe my house will get repossessed or maybe I'm going to fail and my my child will have nothing to eat or maybe I'll fail and you know people are going to laugh at me whatever the worst very worst case scenario is for you so let's say you losing your house 
If you're thinking that's the worst case scenario, yeah, that's pretty terrible if that were to happen. So what are your options if it were to happen? If you woke up tomorrow and your house was gone, what are your options? Do you have any BFFs that can house you for a short bit? Maybe you have some relatives that will let you bunk with them for a month while you get it together. Maybe there's a Salvation Army or, you know, a Goodwill somewhere nearby that can help you with clothing and food and things like that. And while these aren't the best case scenarios and things we want to endure, it still helps our mind to realize that, you know what, in the words of the hangover, but did I die, right? You aren't dying from it. So it tells you that even that very, very worst case scenario, you can survive it. And not only will you survive it, but you'll come back on the other side even stronger and better suited if it were to happen. Like think of a Steve Harvey who, you know, was in his car and was living without a house, I believe at some point. And there's so many stories like that. And you don't, that don't have to be your story, just to be clear. I don't want anybody to have to go on a struggle bus. I don't think that it's necessary for you to be on a struggle bus in order for you to succeed. Let's get that clear to begin with. However, I want you to know that if you do find yourself on that struggle bus, that there are passes and there are stops for a reason. That means you can get off. That means you could change your situation. And back to those pieces of the brain, which will make a whole lot more sense when you listen to another podcast, when we dive into it a bit deeper. But that reptilian piece of the brain is the survival piece of the brain. So that's why once you let yourself know, hey, I'm not going to die if that very worst case scenario happened, that's when your mind is able to relax a bit and you're able to move forward because you've put that piece of the subconscious to rest. And if you really found this last piece about the worst case scenario helpful, I'd say check out Marie Forleo's book, Everything's Figure Outable, because that worst case scenario section is literally one of like five steps she mentions. It's a really heavy mindset book. When I say heavy, I mean it's a big portion of it focuses on the mindset, but it's a really easy read. So I think you should grab it if you've enjoyed what I've been talking about so far, because it's definitely on the same wavelength. Now, with that out of the way, there are some things I want you to do. Once you're able to acknowledge that fear of failure and rejection or self-doubt for what they are, and you're able to stop disguising those things with the maybe scenarios and really help yourself through it, through things like figuring out the worst case scenario and what you would do in the event, I want you to begin to find your reflection of success. And what I mean by this is finding whatever success looks like for you. So it looks differently to all of us, right? Whatever your ideal scenario of success is, find someone who has it. Find someone who has already achieved it and is on their journey to getting even more of whatever it is that you find success to be. And once you find that person, that's your indication that it exists. That's your indication to know that it's possible. And just to be clear here, even if your idea of success is to, you know, be frozen for a million years and come back alive, like I'm using something ridiculous, right? But just as an example for you to understand, know that everybody has to be first at something too. So no matter what, there was always a first at everything. So just because you cannot find that reflection doesn't mean that it's impossible for you. But I can also promise you that if you look hard enough, you will probably find that person because most of the firsts are gone, (laughs) okay? So there's usually someone who not only has your version of success, but it's also a version of you. So maybe they're a single mom or maybe they're someone who had a tough upbringing Or maybe there's someone who has gone through whatever fill in the blank is here, right? 
there are people who go through the same scenarios as you have gone through, or maybe you're currently struggling through heartbreak, loss, and all of these things, and they've come out on the other side. And again, this is your reflection. This is something to let you know, hey, it's possible for me to get on the other side and to reach that level of success as well, because I've seen them do it. It's powerful. And that's why the Barack Obama, I feel like I've mentioned this before in the podcast as well, people, whether you like them or you don't, for whatever reason, seeing a black man as president of the United States was still powerful for so many black young boys and girls, okay, who never saw that example before in their country. So it's important, again, to know that even if you have not seen it yet, you can be the first or you can find one that's very similar. Like maybe you wouldn't found it in the United States, but you could have found an example elsewhere or another country as an example. Seeing someone else do or haven't done what you want to do. We'll be back after a quick break. Money is all around us and we think about it more than almost every other aspect of our lives. But how can we make more of it? And what's our drive for building wealth beyond just the numbers in our bank account? Join us on the Make More podcast as our host, Matt Heslin, brings to you a dynamic lineup of experts in the world of investing, business, health, and beyond. Together, they unpack the secrets to not just surviving, but thriving in today's economy. It's about more than just wealth. It's about crafting life experiences, seizing opportunities, and building a legacy. Subscribe now to the Make More with Matt Heslin podcast and join us every week for new expert insights and inspiration. is so powerful. Just you being in their presence, if you can be, but if you can't, maybe being in their presence virtually by watching a YouTube video of something they've done or possibly reading one of their books or whatever. You don't have to be in their physical presence either. Just finding that reflection of someone who has a version of success that you believe to be real success is powerful. And once you know who that version of success, that reflection of success is for you, awesome. I then want you to take notes of the signs. And what I mean by that is when we're on our path to do something that we have on our hearts to do, chase that dream, but more importantly, go on a journey to achieve that dream, we start to notice signs, or at least they start to present themselves to us, whether we're noticing or not. And that sign may be seeing a repeated word, or maybe seeing something over and over again that's letting us know we're on the right track. Maybe for you, that's triple digits. Maybe for someone else, that may be the same song on the radio singing, everything's gonna be all right. Like it's just whatever it is for you, those signs. Maybe every time you walk into a building or five times this week, you've heard people, random people on TV, in front of you, on the subway, wherever, all mention the same topic. And you're like, huh, it's funny. I've heard so many people say that this week. I want you to take note of those signs. A lot of times we do notice them, but it ends there where we're like, oh, haha, cool, a sign. Maybe even screenshot it once or twice, right? If we see something online, we're like, oh, I was just thinking about this or just talking about this. It must be a sign. Beyond that, I want you to literally take a note and put it in your notes app. Keep a running list of these events that are taking you to or through your journey to achieving that dream. And what this does is, one, it helps your RAS system, so the reticular activating system in your brain. Again, getting into the mindset stuff, we'll talk about another day, but it helps that piece of your brain 
to take note of what's important to you and continue bringing things to you that get you closer to that goal of yours. So maybe you have a goal to travel to Hawaii, first place I could think of because my daughter was talking about Hawaii recently. So let's say you want to go Hawaii and you talked about it once. Your RAS system's whole job, and I said I'm not going to get into this, but I will for a short bit, is one, well, it has two jobs, but one of its main purposes is to shuffle through the many, many, many millions of things you see every single day in front of you, all the information coming your way, and to sort through it to get what's important in your attention. So bring your attention to what's important, I should say. So if you are going to the doctor's office and you see a big map of Hawaii, that map may have been there whole that time, but now your RAS knows that it's something that's important to you. You taking note of it, lets it know that it's doing the right job. So it's going to start bringing even more of these things to you, right? And maybe the first time is the map. Maybe the next time you go in somewhere and you overhear a conversation about a sale to Hawaii. And that sale, again, that conversation would have happened anyway, but now you're paying attention and you've made note of it. So your RAS system is bringing it to your attention even faster. Just like you're in a crowded restaurant or wherever and everybody's talking and then you hear someone say your name, Ginete. They don't even have to be shouting, but that name to me is important. My RAS system knows it's important. So through all the hustle and bustle and noise everywhere else, I'm thinking of a place like Starbucks, it's able to recognize that this is important, turn around and acknowledge. So the RAS system, again, we'll go into this and all the mindset pieces in another upcoming podcast. So if you find this stuff interesting, like I do, great, because we're going to be talking about this in much greater detail. But the RAS system is a real piece of your brain. Like this isn't any woo-woo, fla-fla type stuff. This is a actual piece of your brain that functions to do that. So we got through that enough. Like I said, I'll be diving into all of that so much more in an upcoming episode, but I want you to take note of the signs. Run and list in your phone so that you bring attention to seeing more of the things that's coming up on your journey to success that's related to your journey of success, and it helps bring it to you even faster. So I want you to take note of the signs. You can call the note whatever you want. I have something really cute and fun that we use in my Cubicle Ditch Academy specifically for leaving your job, and it's worked so amazingly well for many of my cubicle ditchers which is awesome and this is like one small piece of the mindset we touch on mindset stuff at the very beginning of the orientation module but a lot of them continue on with it throughout their journey and they've given some really great feedback on the results of it And this, again, is just one small thing you can do in the great scheme of things, but we're talking about a whole bunch of things in this episode. So we've already talked about acknowledging the fear and self-doubt for what they are and to stop disguising your maybe scenarios. And we talked about finding your reflection. And now we're talking about taking notes of the signs. And next, I want you to surround yourself mentally and physically with the things that support this vision of yours. A big reason so many people aren't able to get what it is that they want is because at the end of the day, they aren't aligning themselves with the vibe of what it is that they want. It's all energy. Everything's energy. So when you're scrolling on Twitter or Instagram, what are you looking at? What are you consuming? What is on your YouTube channel? What are you watching on Netflix? Are there things that uplift you or are they things that stress you out? Are they things giving you a headache? Are you opening the comment section on the shade room and reading the drama there? Please don't because things like that actually take you further away from the vision, right? So you want to surround yourself mentally and physically with things that support that vision of yours. Make it a conscious effort, more so than you've done in the past. So often we're quick to say, yeah, well, my stuff's positive. But 
is it as positive as it can be? You know, maybe it means adding additional podcasts to your repertoire or reading additional uplifting books or following even more uplifting pages or not necessarily just uplifting, but even more specifically related to what it is that you seek. So if one of your big goals is to create a six or seven figure business, then that means following pages that are providing advice and tips and following people who have that already. It doesn't necessarily have to be uplifting. It's my hope that it is, but you want to surround yourself mentally and physically with things that support your vision. Physically, you may not be able to get in someone's presence that you want to be in, but if you can, by all means, go to the conference or hire them as a coach or, you know, whatever, but grab a book. That's a physical thing too, right? Surrounding yourself in masterminds with like-minded individuals. All of these things help you to get closer to that dream of yours. Also, learn to start where you are. Stop looking to get more of something before you begin. I say this all the time because it's so frustrating for me to listen to people hold themselves away from getting what it is that they want because they think they need something else first. You can't get that something else until you take a step towards it to begin with. So start where you are with what you have. My first office space, quote unquote, was a couch for a very long time. I could have sat down and said, well, I can't get to where I want to be in my business until I have a really nice space to begin working out of. Uh, No, if I waited for that nice space, I still wouldn't have it. So we have to start where we are. You have to move before you're ready. You're never going to feel 100% ready. And that's the reality of it. And that's why, again, it's important that you do surround yourself mentally and physically with things that support your vision because you being around that vibe, right? You being around others that are vibing on that same level that are achieving and doing things that you're doing or things that you want to do that are preferably steps ahead of you, then you are able to align with that energy, right? You're able to start moving because you see everyone around you is moving because everything you're looking at is supporting that vision of yours. And all of this works even better when you're prepared. So being prepared and not being ready are not the same thing. So you could prepare from now until the calls come home and you still won't feel ready. You will constantly be seeking additional validation to move forward. So that's not what I'm talking about. But I'm talking about things that help you prep and plan for what it is that you desire. Because I do think that you should have a vision, a map of what it is that you want. And you need to be clear. Are you clear on your goal? Or are you chasing thin air? What is it that you want? Are you specific? Are you just saying, I want a six-figure business? That's not specific. What are you going to do with that six figures? Where do you want that six figures to come from? What does six figures look like? Because six figures is $100,000 straight through to $999,999.99, right? So it's a big gap in between there. Get specific on what you would it look like. And I actually have a training, a recording of a training that I did going into the new year. But even if you're listening to this well after the new year, you can still grab it at ganete.com forward slash masterclass, which is my step-by-step what I do to achieve my goals. So it's how I break down my goals and the same thing that I've used that's helped me to write my last book in 33 days, the thing that helped me get $70,000 plus in seven days only, which is another podcast all in of itself. We're going to be talking about that as well. But I use the same strategy for this as well as my personal goals. So I incorporate all the things we've talked about today, of course, but I also ensure that I make sure I know what it is that I'm trying to get and I have a plan to get there as well because I'm not all about just flailing in thin air, right? I want to be specific and I want to have 
some type of roadmap to where I'm going. Because if you don't have a map, yeah, you could get there, but you're going to be wasting time and money in the process. And I'm not about that. So again, if you want that, I'm going to put it underneath in the show notes, but it's also at gaynete.com forward slash masterclass, G-A-Y-N-E-T-E.com forward slash masterclass. And if you don't feel like typing all that in or you're listening while you're driving or whatevs, find me on Instagram at Gainete. Hopefully you're already following me there and it's the link in my bio at the moment. So it may not be there in the future if you're listening to this in the future, but it's gainete.com forward slash masterclass. And the name of the training, because I don't think I even mentioned that, is Plan Like a Boss. It's a training I had prior to the new year and I recorded it and I'm selling the recording. So it's a really low ticket item. It's not something that costs a whole lot. It's not gonna break the bank at all. So go ahead, grab it at gainete.com forward slash masterclass and allow that to be one of the things you're surrounding yourself with in order to move forward. And high five to you for even listening to this podcast because this is another one of the things that you're surrounding yourself with in order to help you align with that vision of yours. So you're nailing it. So something else you're gonna wanna do though is to make sure you're showing up for yourself consistently. Show up in that business consistently, whatever that looks like to you. Because some people think that being consistent means you have to post on social media every day or you have to send your email list a message every week. That's not what it means. It means showing up in a way that's authentic to you that works with your audience. So what is it that they're expecting? What's gonna help them most? And what's gonna help you move forward fastest? What are you focused on? A lot of times we like to hold on to the past too. Like show up consistently in how you're educating yourself as well. So don't just say, oh, I bought a course or last year I got this. Uh Uh-huh, that's last year. What are you doing this year? Because in order to move to where you want to go, you're going to have to show up differently for yourself. You're going to have to show up bigger and better than you did in the past in order to get to new levels. This we know for sure. So you can come on with the same lame thing you do all the time and expect different results. That's just not going to happen for you, right? So you have to be able to consistently show up for yourself in new innovative ways that are taking you up a level as well. I'm constantly finding new people to learn from. I'm constantly purchasing new programs and hiring new people to assist me to level up because I see that they have strengths and things that I would love to be stronger in. And I believe wholeheartedly in learning from others who are steps steps and steps and steps ahead of where you are. The reality is we do not know it all. And even the things we do know or we think we know, we aren't applying. So what does that stem for? Absolutely nothing. We have to be willing to drop our big egos and pick up our dreams in its place, okay? And what I mean by that is we have to realize that there are people, even our own peers, who know better than us and it's okay to acknowledge that and to learn from them if that's what we need to do in order to go up a level or multiple levels. It's okay. If you find yourself constantly seeing the same repeat messages that you feel like you know, you're seeing it for a reason. It's not by mere coincidence, honey. Okay, you're seeing these things because it's something in that message you have not grasped or applied yet. You know you come on this podcast to get the tough love and that's the reality of it, right? Or if you aren't where you wanna be, that's a simple indicator that you need to learn from someone who has already done it. Or maybe you just aren't satisfied with where you currently are. Or if you feel like you're left behind with people who start at the same time as you, and I'm using a random example, but let's say you start at Kung Fu with everybody. Do they have black belts in Kung Fu? I'm gonna assume they do, I think so. So, or is that just karate? Whatever, 
follow me even if you're like some martial art expert. If you are doing Kung Fu and you and your friend started at the same level or they don't even have to be your friend, someone else that you know started at that same level with you and now they're a black belt and you're still stuck on white, then don't be afraid to get advice from that person who's on a black belt. You are not on the same level and that's okay. There are going to be things that you're on a different level to them on that they may need to come to you for help with. And that's fine too, but it's important to know that we do not know it all. And it's important for us to grasp the information and not to be afraid to pay for the information from those who know better than us about certain things. And Last but definitely not least, it's also important that you know who not to learn from. Just like I said, there are peers who may be further ahead on certain things that you need to grasp. There are also going to be people that don't know what to tell you and they're going to try to give you their advice anyway. Run far away. So often I've stopped people that I know personally putting things on like WhatsApp statuses like, oh, what do you think about this or that? Acts and business advice. You're going to get a whole lot of unsolicited advice from people either running unsuccessful businesses or from people who have no clue about business at all. So why are you putting that on there? You don't want to put that there just for some hug and cushion. Again, let go of that ego and ask people who can actually help you and pay for the services of people who can actually help you. And another thing I say all the time is that people are not going to pay from you what you aren't willing to pay for yourself. They're not going to buy anything from you that you're afraid to spend on yourself. That's crazy. How can people invest in you what you can't invest in yourself? You have to be able to put that energy out there knowing that what you're putting out is coming back in return tenfold. Every single time I make a business investment, the money flows into my business almost immediately and and always in abundance. And it's because I give to others businesses that can help my business. And I don't ever consider the possibility of it not coming back because I know in my heart of hearts that the money that I am investing in my self-development and I'm the biggest asset in my business, right? Without me, there is no business. So because I know I'm making this investment in myself, in my business, that what I'm paying for is going to help my business to only grow. And it's important that you get that on a fundamental level. Don't try to pinch pennies on a way of trying to grow your business, okay? So just to wrap up how to manifest your dreams in 2020 and beyond, first realize that it starts with your mind. Acknowledge that fear of failure and rejection and self-doubt for what they are. Stop disguising those maybe scenarios. Find your reflection of success. Take note of the signs in your note app. Don't just think about them or take a screenshot. Actually take note of those signs and surround yourself mentally and physically with things that support your vision. And make sure to start where you are with what you have. And this goes with anything as it relates to your goals. Even when I was doing this podcast, when I first started, the first episode was recorded with my regular, regular string headphones that came with my iPhone. I did not have my mic yet. 
but I didn't need it. And there are many people that I know that run six and seven figure businesses that still record their podcasts with regular headsets. So don't think you need more of something. And this is just an example, of course. But again, start with where you are, with what you have. Remember my example about the couch being my office for the first couple of years. Start before you're ready. And not being ready doesn't mean not prepared, right? And I told you about my goal planning training that teaches you step-by-step what I do to plan my goals. So plan out what it is that you want and be super clear and specific. So the plan like a boss training again, in case you want to grab that is at gainate.com forward slash masterclass. And soon as you sign up for it, you immediately get the email with the training and it's like an hour and a half training that you get immediate access to. But beyond that, like I said, you don't have to feel like you're ready. You're really never going to feel like you're hundred percent ready to move forward. And that's okay. Especially when you're going after big goals, big visions, that big dream of yours. It could be scary. So you're not going to feel like you're ready. Don't wait around to be ready, but you could be prepared. You have to show up consistently and constantly, right? Continue to invest in your success. Continue to partake and participate in the things that help uplift you and get you closer to that vision. And I don't remember if I said it or not already, but surrounding yourself physically and mentally with things that support your vision. Super important as well. And remembering that you don't know it all. And even the things you do know, you aren't always applying. We have to be willing to drop our big egos and pick up our dreams in its place. We went through this. So this is the recap. And lastly, pick your teachers wisely and let go of those who are not your teachers. Stop seeking advice from those who are not playing the game about the game. I always ensure that I'm working with teachers who are not only steps ahead of where I am in particular things, but who also have receipts. And this not just goes with teachers, but anything I'm investing in. If I'm putting money in an investment and I'm looking to go to a broker, I want to know that you have history of making wins, right? Of having gains, of not losing people's money. Show me the receipts. What is your history? What is your track record? See so many people doing Forex and Bitcoin and sharing all this stuff. And sometimes I entertain the jokers that come in my DMs for a short bit because I need them to wrap their head around how business works too. So when they're like, oh yeah, if you give me 10,000, I could turn it into 20,000. I don't want to see a screenshot of anybody's money in fists. I want to see what's in your actual bank account because I don't want you to tell me that you can invest my money when you aren't even able to have this type of result for yourself. And it's important that we have a keen eye and mind as it relates to who we are trusting with our business and assets that we have. So that's all I have for you today. Hopefully you found this one super insightful, gave you some great reminders and got your brain ticking on things that either you didn't know or that you did know, but you have not yet applied. If that is the case and you've enjoyed this episode, take a screenshot and take me over at Gainette on Instagram one and make sure if you have not already to leave a review for the podcast. And like I said, we're asking for the things we want in 2020 and beyond. So you're then going to get the outro that asks you the same thing. I'll see you next time. Okay, okay, I see you Freedom Slayer. You stayed through to the end, which tells me that you likely enjoyed this episode. Listen, if you haven't already, do your sister a favor by heading on over to the iTunes store to leave a review for the podcast. It'll help others like you find a benefit from it. And look, it also helps with the rankings. Hashtag transparent AF. I appreciate you.